and welcome to the Life and Fasting Lane podcast. We're here to educate you, challenge you, encourage you on your fasting journey. And you can check us out at fastinglane.com, lifeinthefastinglane.com, and also on Twitter and Instagram at Fasting Lane. Today, we have a very cool guest that I'm excited for you to meet. I discovered her because she's pretty famous right now. It's all over the press, right? Her name is Jackie Wilson. She is a single mom, uh, an HR manager who, like me, has struggled with her weight throughout her life and discovered that fasting was really the life-changing tool that she was looking for. So Jackie, thank you so much for joining me today. No, thank you for having me. I feel honored and hey, taking it I'm the one that's honored, and let me explain why. Like, okay, I'll, I'll give the background of Jackie. Let, let me give the background first. Uh, the beginning of the year, Jackie, you were around 290 pounds. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it wild to say your weight on yep. podcasts and shows and to magazines? Like this number that we've tried to hide our whole freaking life. Yeah. How we're like telling everybody, which means like our coworker knows, our pastor knows, our best friend at the bar knows. Isn't it bizarre? Yeah. It's crazy. I thought about that this morning because I'm not on Facebook, but a friend of mine said, hey, can I, I post this, the article from last week? And I was like, sure, you know, and we went to high school together. So of course she's connected to all those folks. And she called me and she's like, oh my God, like everybody's so excited for you. And, and I was like, oh, wow. You know, it says I went from 290 to 230 and I'm excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's amazing. And it's so weird because I think as women, primarily, we're taught a lot of times to like, we we shouldn't say that number out loud. We shouldn't tell people what's going on. And then it, I think, tell me if you agree, like it sets up this whole perception of of crap that we see a person and think that they, they probably weigh way less than they actually do. And our number is the only one that's big. And our number is the only one that's shameful. Have you ever fed that, felt like that? Absolutely. Everything is wrapped up in that. And, you know, it was very freeing actually to say it and have it in, you know, I'm like, have it in print and broadcasted because uh, as I've gone through this journey throughout my life, I've kind of always been, you know, among the heaviest of my friends and, you know, also as women, it's like, oh, you look great, you look beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, I weigh a lot more than you think. <laughs> Absolutely. I felt the same way. Okay. So you, from what I've heard about you, you tried all the calorie diets, all the calories in, calories out. Um, but you had some initial success with your weight and you would just always come back to the lifestyle, but it was just like, you weren't able to sustain it. So it sounds like, Jackie, what happened is in January, you discovered intermittent fasting and read this amazing book. Let's see, like, perhaps it looks like this, <laughs> right? Life in the Fasting Way. Yeah. In your first two weeks, you lost 13 pounds. So, like, what happened? How did you get to the book? How did you discover it? Like, how did this happen? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, I started out with an initial goal this year to just drink more water to be honest, like that was, that was what I set out to do. When I started drinking more water, I discovered that I had more energy and mental clarity. And I was like, I've been, I've been dehydrated. (laughs) That makes sense. Were you hungry? (laughs) Huh? Were you less hungry when you started drinking more water? I was less hungry and I had more energy and I kind of, you know, had the ability then to tap into 
you know, what was happening, what else was happening in my body or where I kind of felt maybe I was numb at that point, you know, I kind of was numbing it and, you know, doing my work thing and just kind of plowing through life. And so once that happened, I kind of stumbled upon intermittent fasting and there's a lot of buzz out there. Obviously, everybody knows this is the place to be. Um, and I found a talk that Dr. Fung had given on the therapeutic uh, methods and reversing type 2 diabetes. And although I, on paper, have always appeared pretty healthy with the exception of my blood pressure and my weight, um, I knew that I was probably headed towards a, a trajectory that I didn't want to be on. And so I did more research. I thought, you know, it was really interesting. And there was something that clicked with me, did more research about, um, you know, the different uh, fasting windows. And, and I said, I don't think this is going to work. I'm going to give it up. I always say, it ain't going to work. I'll just do it anyway. So I can say I tried, so I can keep trying. Nothing else has worked. Why would this work? I'm going to, I'm going to do it. But at the same time, I discovered I had an allergy to the blood pressure medicine I was on. So I went to my doctor. I had a cough. Anybody who's ever taken an ACE inhibitor, Mm -hmm. just know if you get a cough, it's an allergy to the, to the drugs. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It's called, they call it the ACE cough. And I discovered this on an AARP website of all places. So I got the doctor and she brings me in. We switched the medication, but while I was there. Wait, Jackie, why were you on an AARP? I mean, I'm sorry to judge you, but you look pretty young. What are you doing on an AARP? I'm 42. Yeah, okay. You know, I was just trying to figure out why I had this cough. Okay. It was nagging and you know, COVID was on the rise. I knew I didn't have that, but I was like, mm, you might want to get this checked out. I'm okay. not a super, but so it was just out of place, you know? Got it. So that just happened to be where I found the, the answer. So they have a great site. I think their information is so good. <laughs> I do, right? I'm 46. I'll be there soon. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, you know, they might have the answer. Yeah. So, so I go to my doctor, she switches the med and I ask her while I'm there. So how do you feel about intermittent fasting? And she said, no, no, no answer. And I often wonder, had I said, how do you feel about time-restricted eating? Like if I only ate between 12 and eight, if her answer would have been different, but she kind of just shut the entire conversation down. Um, And I walked out of her office and I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's not always advised. Um, In my case, Again, I knew the two factors I had were the two factors that would be impacted if I made this choice um, positively. So I um, decided to do 16-8 and nothing else. I didn't change my diet. I drank my water. I worked and I sat on my couch and I lost that initial 13 pounds. And were you Um, surprised? I was surprised. And... I'll tell you what happened. I got, I don't know if you experienced this. I had a little angst about it at first. I kind of felt like, I kind of feel like thir- between 15 and 20 pounds is like a sweet spot. Yeah. You know, maybe, and like everything else will fall apart after that. So I got even more hungry <laughs> for information. And yeah. that's when I arrived at your book and yeah. the obesity code and, you know, that's kind of when my world um, exploded with the information. And the more I had, the more empower, empowered I felt. 
And what I really liked about life in the fasting lane, I'm sure you guys have gotten this feedback, is you have the perspective of a doctor, a researcher who struggled with the same thing. They've worked with patients. And then you have you as a lay person telling a story that I'm very, very, very intimately <laughs> aware of and familiar with. Yes. And it, every, every, uh, nook and cranny was filled with information, information that I could use, but it also a story that I could resonate with. Um, and that, you know, it meant everything to me in terms of that journey. Jackie, you're making my heart so big. So like, I don't know, like, I feel like if you and I had just met, we'd probably hang out. I know. And I feel like that's who I wanted to talk to because I just couldn't, as much as I, and I do love Dr. Fong and I do love Megan Ramos and we need all that. I was like, where is your best friend's voice? Like, where is she? Um, yeah. and, and, and where is a person who has failed? And where is a person who is like overachieved in their failing, right? Like, you know, where, where's that? Yeah. Um, and so it's people like you who, have succeeded and found your way and like gotten this information in a different way that like it, it's it's so incredible and so fulfilling because I think my role in this has been to learn and has been to help support people and and gain support for myself and, and understanding like how common it is to feel the shame to, yeah. to want to be a gorgeous a more gorgeous and more healthy woman right. so like maybe think I'm beautiful, even though I'm 300 pounds, but yeah. to want to be healthier and to want to wear a dress that's a size, size 12, like right. want to shop at a regular store. And I get so frustrated sometimes about, you know, people judging, and I'm talking a lot about women today, but people judging whether we should really be about our insides or our outsides. And like, I just don't think any body but us gets to decide what it's balance right? right like shouldn't we get to decide if we want to be hot shouldn't we get to decide if we want to be smart shouldn't yeah. we get to be all those things if we want to like yeah. you seem capable of that i seem yeah. capable of that without worrying about needing a seatbelt extender on a plane yes oh my god i hated that thing like <laughs> mo those moments you know i think those moments to your point they cripple you when it comes to being able to see yourself as high, I'm like, I feel it on the inside, but I didn't yes. feel it getting on a plane wondering like, you know, it's today the day I'm going to need a seatbelt extender or, you know, like, I'm, am I going to be able to ride a roller coaster with my son? Like just different things like that, that you, you end up internalizing whether you realize it or not. And when you do that, then it also, you know, skews your perspective about then what you're capable of. I'm like, I've been on this journey a million times. I know how I feel about myself. I know how I present. It's like what you said in the book about, you know, being successful in all these other facets of your life. And then having those moments where you're like, well, why is this the one thing that I cannot wrap my arms around? It doesn't make sense to me, you know? Yes. It can be all these things. <laughs> okay, here's what I want to hear about because I, since COVID has started, my family and I have mostly stayed home. We are fortunate to have, I'm a speaker and an author and a consultant and my husband does a lot of the same. He's a nerd, you know? So yeah. like, fortunately, we can work from home, right? Yeah. My daughter has been doing school from home. We get everything delivered. We don't go anywhere. Like it's, it's, 
is hard. Like I love my family, but I get really sick of them sometimes. Um, I miss my friends. I miss the office. I have really struggled during, since March doing this, not gaining weight. I have gained some weight. And in fact, most of the friends I talk to, most of the women friends I talk to are people that I see online. Most have gained 15, 20 pounds. Like I find that to be the average. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, a, you know, if I'm looking at it and what I've done, I've probably, I've bounced all around, but I've definitely gained seven to 10 pounds since yeah. March, since yeah. I've been home. And like I've said to people, there's no chapter in life in the fasting lane on how to fast during a pandemic. This is my first pandemic. <laughs> You're 42. It's your first pandemic. You're in good um, company. We're all here. <laughs> but look at you, this badass who goes into this situation. And so now I appreciate that you love my book. That makes me feel so great. But now I and other people need to learn from you because I heard that you went through some tough stuff during the past few months. And you still kicked all this ass. So like, tell me what happened. Tell me how you did that. Share, share your secrets so we can be cool like you. This conversation is amazing because you never think that about yourself, right? You think I'm plowing through life and my situation and all that stuff. So um, I'll tell you, I, you said in the beginning, I'm a single mom um, to an amazing nine-year-old boy um i serve on the board at his school i've been busy in general uh professionally and like i said i started fasting at the end of january um january 26 i found out that i was a part of a reorganization in my company on february 24th as millions and millions and millions of people have right like like, I hate to say it like this, but you're not special in that situation. Right, exactly. So many friends I have have lost their job or been furloughed or had a reduction or completely lost their small business. We cannot sit here and not talk about the financial pressures, yeah. especially that everybody's going through, but especially single parents, single moms, single dads, when you have that, that added stress of providing for children. Yeah. Um, so many people are, are dealing financially really hard blows. Yeah. And I think a lot of people turn to food to deal with it. Right. Like, so like, I'm just so intrigued with you. Like you're this beautiful anomaly (laughs) that here you go, you get reorganized. Yeah. I'm sure you love your nine-year-old, but like at some point we all get sick of our kids. Right. Like, I don't know, but like I I do. My 13 year old is incredible, but I get sick of her. And they get sick of us too. They do. She's still sick of me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Poor thing. So, so it's funny, the day I got the news, I was, sh- I was shocked, but not devastated. Um, I was in the middle of a fast. I had just come from a lunch, non-lunch with friends. Um, I was probably 16 hours in. So I get this news and to your point, um, a lot of people would turn to food. I got some level of resolve. I took a deep breath. And my impulse was not, even only being a month into fasting, my impulse was not to go to food. Um, I just processed, processed how I felt. And I kept fasting, believe it or not. Um, And over the course of that two days, I did the longest fast I had done to that point. And it was about 37 hours. So I just kept fasting and let myself go through the emotions that you go through when you find out, you know, 
I don't have a job. Um, this pandemic is coming because I think some people were still in denial and I think that's what I'm grateful for. Looking back on it, I was paying attention and I was like, mm, crap's about to hit the fan here. Yeah. Um, and so I had no, I didn't have to go through the five stages of grief around COVID. It was really like, okay, I'm, I've, I've lost my job. And then three weeks later, we all got shut down and the schools got closed. So then I was thrown into homeschooling, looking for a job. Um, and I'll tell you what I did at that point was I made a decision. So I made a decision to take a, a certification class um, for HR. So I, I turned to enrichment in the middle of this job search. Um, probably because something in the back of my mind told me this isn't going to get better very it's not going to get better quickly for sure from a public health perspective but the job market's not going to get any better either so you're going to have to figure out and then I just made myself busy I'll be really honest so I focused on fasting in a way um that just continued to support my the healthy habits I had already established over that, you know, almost two months. And when I felt anxiety and stress um, creep up on me on a day where I should have by schedule done a 16 hour fast, I cut it off at 14. I felt like I needed to cut it off. And I think, you know, as I listened to folks who have questions about intermittent fasting, and this is also addressed in the book too, it's allowing yourself the grace to say, okay, like today, I can't do it. Like 98% of the time I'm on task, but right now, like I'm at, I'm on 14 hours and then I'm going to have a meal because my entire body is telling me that's what I need to do today. Tomorrow will probably be different and allowing yourself the grace to do that. Um, Abby, I'm so impressed with you and I have so many questions. <laughs> have you found a job yet? not found a job yet i'm okay. still on the market <laughs> all right tell people what kind of job you're looking for because if somebody's listening to this and they just heard how motivating and incredible this woman is you should just go ahead and interview her and hire her so like what kind of job what kind of certification did you get what kind of job are you looking for so i'm studying for my hr certification but i've been an hr professional and hr business partner at the regional level um, for the last 10 plus years, I've also worked remotely for 10 years. So this whole thing that everybody else is going through is not new to me in terms of uh, evolving your life and making that work around, you know, your home. Um, I also was offered a promotion prior to my reorg. So um, I was on my way to becoming a director. So yeah, I have, I have run away from my career. I'm an excellent communicator and so many other things, right? <laughs> yes, you are. All right, I like this. So if anybody reaches out to me, I'm going to put them in touch with you and we're going to hook up on LinkedIn and, and like awesome. figure this out, right? Okay, so you talked about a lot of things um, that I'm not so good at, which is like this happened and you lost your job and instead of eating, which I absolutely would have done, like let me be clear, absolutely, um, you processed your feelings. Me too. I hate processing my feelings. Yeah. I hate feelings. I hate emotions. Like I hate all of it. Um, I would like to pretend like it doesn't exist. And, and I think that's why I was so obese and, and, and did binge eating for many, many years. Right. Yeah. Now I know how to process my feelings. Now I know how to cry, which I really hate. 
Um, and I still feel like it's a waste of time, which is a horrible feeling to have about yourself, right? Like when I see somebody else cry, I'm like, wow, they're so in touch with their emotions and they can process things. But when I myself cry, I'm like, loser, get it together, right? Like I still have to battle that. Right? And so why, why when you got fired, what, what gave you the chutzpah to go forward and keep fasting? And now I think you've lost like 53 pounds yeah. while homeschooling, while not having a job, while being stressed out in a pandemic. How? Tell me. Yeah. So I think it comes from years of doing what you and I have done. You know, I realized at some point in this journey prior to fasting that I do not do life transitions very well. You know, so prior to all of this, prior to becoming a mom, I had another life, you know, and I had switched jobs and relocated to the East Coast and back home and all these other things. And when I looked back, um, I, I noticed that when I got comfortable or when I had these transitions that we all go through, those were the times that I would lose weight. I mean, that I would gain weight, you know? And so I think in that moment, I had already started um, these healthy habits. I had that moment with just the water piece realizing you're not thinking clearly because you're not drinking water. And then I started on this journey with fasting and I was like, oh my God, I feel so good. I've got this energy, I've got this mental clarity. And typically when things happen that I cannot control, then the eating becomes one more thing that I can't control. And I think I just had a lucid moment and said, not this, like, not this time. Um, and also allowed myself to celebrate what I could celebrate in terms of, of where I was professionally being offered, you know, that promotion and knowing that um, I was in great standing in my, com in my company. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't have to go through that part, you know, of saying, okay, what could I have done differently? No, it kind of was what it was, um, as it often is. And and those are things you can't control. So what's next? What can you control? What do you want to look like on the on the other side of this? Um, and then when you have those moments where you have to cry, I'm like you. I'm I'm great with everybody else crying. I'm that person that people call and lean on and say I need a pep talk or a kick in the butt, and I'm happy to do that for you. <laughs> so <laughs> so I just you know had to let myself say it's okay, you know, this is happening. There's a reason for this. There's a reason this is happening to you before everybody else. And that couple of weeks allowed me to prepare for this pandemic in a way that, and help my friends and family prepare for this pandemic in a way that I don't think everybody had processed in that moment. Like, I think some people were still in denial about what was about to happen. Yeah. And I was like, no, this is going down. So <laughs> I kind of, that's so cool. And if you guys don't know, Jackie's story is in Prevention Magazine, right, Jackie? It is, yeah. She's very famous. So if you see her, ask for her autograph. Um, and Jackie, I think I read in there that you were using an app. Tell us about the app, like why'd you use it? How did it help you? What was the best part about it? 
It's interesting. So because I thought it wasn't going to work and I wanted insurance, this is not normally me either. I'm not a, like a planner or, you know, need a lot of fail safes, but I decided to try three apps at the same time when I started this. Cause I was like, surely one of them is going to fail or be redundant or, you know, I'm not going to like it. And, um, sure enough, two of them fell off, didn't track the hours. And I was really annoyed that I couldn't edit and, you know, when you stop, when you stop, when you say you're going to stop, so it tracks your actual time. Yeah, when I started using apps at first, like I could never change it. Yeah. And then I was just like, forget it. Like, yeah. and they really annoyed me. And then I just felt, not only did I feel fat, I also felt stupid. So I really was not into that. And then yes. until I found something that works. Yes. <laughs> so I'm really I found, annoying. I found an app um, called the Life app, Life Fasting app which um, not only allows you to track your time, but it allows you to edit your time where you need to or change your goal in the middle of a fast, you know? So if you get to 18 hours and decide you want to go to 20, you can push it to 20 and it accurately records it. Um, it also has an awesome community. So I don't have a lot to say, but it's nice to be able to go in and see how everybody else is doing and, you know, have like a little community in there as well, besides, you know, what you can, you know, kind of look in on, you know, cause YouTube can be one-sided, you know, there's a lot of great information there. There's not a lot of one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and then I also started a uh, fasting community group in um, Nextdoor for people who use the Nextdoor. So I did that here in my community in Cincinnati. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to, let's just see if, I'm sure I've got some neighbors who are fasting. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, so you lost 53 pounds. Yeah. And when is the last time you got this low in your weight? Oh my God, it's been, jeez. I'm right now about 17 pounds short of my lowest weight, which would have been back in 2008, so probably 2007 sometime. That is so cool. I yeah. have a question. Sure. I often okay. visualize the end of the pandemic, right? And I visualize one of two scenarios for myself. And I'm curious to know if other people do this. Number one, we hear the vaccines are successful. It's safe to go out. We don't need masks. Everybody's healthy and well. The world is ready to go restaurants and spas are open and I open the door and I can't fit out of the door. Have you ever <laughs> had this nightmare? Cause that is my visualization number one. And visualization number two is the same thing happens. The world is healthy. There's a vaccine. Everybody's good. We don't need masks. I'm going to the spa. I open the door and I am like straight up Jessica rabbit, right? Like I am wearing a tight dress and I am the hottest I've ever been. And I'm like, world, watch out. Do you have these premonitions? Yes. Okay, I, thank gosh. I thought it was just me. Not just you. Okay, good. I think they're important too. <sighs> you know what I mean? Because you then you have a choice to make, yes. right? <laughs> Will I fit out of the door? This is the choice I must make. <laughs> you know. Oh my God. I'm glad to hear that you think this too. But you know what's so weird, Jackie, is like there's never an in-between. There's never a like, I, I just look exactly the same as I did before and I pretty much stayed the same. And, and it's lately, like, that's what I've been shooting for. It's just yeah. to stay the same weight, you know? Right. Exactly. And I think that's that's fine, you know, because to your point, like we're all in this 
crazy situation that none of us, let's face it, because you're a Gen Xer too. It's like, what, what in your, in your wildest dreams no. could you ever imagine this, no. this 2020? I'm like apologizing to younger people. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I thought we were going to have <laughs> cars for you guys by this point. <laughs> like it was totally going to be the Jetsons here, but right. here we are, you know, learning how to wash our hands and still working on our, our weight and our, yeah. <laughs> and our goals, you know, so. <laughs> so well, Jackie, I am, I'm just like really inspired by you and I'm so glad I read your story and I got to meet you. Me um, is there somewhere people can get in touch with you if they want to reach out? Where's, where's a good place for them to reach out to? Sure. I'm on Twitter. Okay. Um, and my handle is rise up um or at jack will j-a-q-w-i-l and i'm also on linkedin at jacqueline wilson mba perfect love that i don't have an mba so i continue to look up to you um don't i'm looking up to you you're you're like you're gonna be my mentor after this <laughs> well we'll see if i can get out of the house and then i'll let you know jackie how it goes <laughs> Well, it was such a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much, Jackie, for being on our Life in the Fasting Lane podcast. Absolutely. Um, Thank you for having me. Guys, if you want to check out more tips on fasting or keto or low carb, all these good things, you can go to lifeinthefastinglane.com and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Fasting Lane. Until next time, to your health and happiness.